Hey yo, what's up good people? This is Nicole Rose. Are you enjoying what you're listening to? Well, I'm pretty sure others will as well. Don't forget to share these podcasts with all of your friends so they'll be up to date and current on everything the Fret Sisters have coming at you. Trust me, you won't want to miss what's coming next. It's going to be crazy. Bananas. Go on and share it. Share it. Hey everybody, Jenny Jam here. Welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I'll be hosting this episode, and season five Between Frets is almost coming to a close. We have one more episode left before our season finale wrap-up. And then we're taking the summer off, so we should be back in the fall. If you have any questions, any comments, any topics... If you or you know somebody that wants to be interviewed as a guest for Between Frets, hit us up at our email, fretsistersmusic at gmail.com or our social media at fretsisters on Instagram and Facebook. For this episode, I'm interviewing Chicago-based guitarist, Kiana Cameron. So you definitely want to look at this episode because she's showing off her guitars. And we always love that, right? When they show off the gear. So next up is Kiana Cameron. Peace and love. Between Frets is pleased to announce our next guest. She's a Chicago-based guitarist, producer, and performer with styles ranging from gospel, rock, funk, and a mixture of her own world of music and sound. She has shared the stages with classic groups, the OJs and the Daz Band, and award-winning gospel artists, Israel Houghton and New Breed. Please welcome Kiana Cameron. Hi. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Nothing much. Um, I'm so grateful that y'all have me here. Um, yeah, excited to talk a little music. Yeah, well, we definitely want to extend a warm welcome, Fret Sisters Between Frets, for you to join us. Um, we're happy to have you here, and we want to know more about you. Um, you know, definitely, like, we want to expose the female musicians out there making a difference and just by looking at your work and just your presence you know definitely is like a great thing to have you here oh thank you don't ask me anything all right (laughs) yay (laughs) let's go for it well um i did read that you started playing at the age of 16 and you're self-taught yeah uh, for the most part so if I fast forward a lot, now I'm in school during the pandemic, I'm like, I should go to college. <laughs> but prior to that, um, <clears throat> yeah, also I've taught um, a lot of books, a lot of YouTube, a lot of 
seeing somebody play like hey what was that show me mm-hmm. um uh yeah and i started at 16 um i don't know i guess i was really influenced by the music i was listening to so here's the thing i don't know if you're you, limewire limewire oh yeah limewire yeah. wow <laughs> right throwback uh-huh. so uh back then in my parents house with dial up like that was the only thing that i could get and I would wait like 24 hours for one song. Mm-hmm. But hey. um, anyway, all you could get was like classic rock music. That's all that was available. Nothing new or not like any the hip hop I was listening to. Um, so I once I just started downloading a whole library of that and just listening to all the solos. It's like, I'm going to do that. That's what feels right. So. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, did you have anybody in your family that was like musical or anything? Or? Mm. Not exactly. So the very first person I ever saw play guitar was um, one of my um, aunt's boyfriends at the time. And he came over for Christmas. He gave me play guitar for everybody. And um, that was the first person I ever saw play like a musical instrument. Probably besides like piano in front of me. And that was like, look at all the space this just created. Everybody's so quiet. Like Like this is a whole, this is a whole, power you know what i mean mm-hmm. um yeah. and once i saw that, that uh i didn't stick with it for long because i was a kid i was like eh, i'm gonna go play but then i came back to it at 16 yeah that's cool and you say you're in school right now yeah um so I, during the pandemic i had uh decided i i don't know it was, i guess it was my dream when i was uh, younger like, i wanted to go to berkeley like for me, all the people that I had admired growing up went there. So for me, that was like, if I'm good, I'm gonna go there. Which obviously is neither here nor there now. But for me, um, it was still something that I wanted to accomplish. So yeah, I'm attending there. I know a few people that go there or that talked about it. Um, so is there like, are there like majors and and like that you pick and you have to audition to get in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had auditioned. This was back when I was living in Nashville. And um, so I had auditioned. And yeah, originally I wanted to do a music production major. That's what I had started doing. Um, so I was like, I can already play guitar and actually need something, you know, <laughs> like something on the side and give me a little more money. And then once I got into that and I just realized, like, no, I'm a guitar player. And so now <laughs> I'm back to that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, and you've also, you're also gigging too at the same time too, right? You're performing live and... Yeah, I mean, obviously right now... Yeah, uh, right now, yeah. No, <laughs> well, not right now, but... Yeah. We have a cat in the house, I'll sing her songs, that's about it. But uh, yeah, before that, yeah, I was gigging, um, went through uh, playing with just art artists and rappers and bands, playing in the church, and I was doing my own thing as well on the side. Um, so yeah. I noticed on your Instagram, um, the, um, the like kind of like amount of, of genres that you, that mm. you put on there video wise. Like I, I see some, I hear some hard rock. I hear some funk. I hear some gospel. I hear just like jazz. I mean, you definitely, your style is a range of music. I love it. So what got, I mean, was it LimeWire that, you know, whatever you could <laughs> download? Or? LimeWire. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by LimeWire. I know, right. <laughs> um, you know what it was, if I can be super transparent, I think it's the fact that I didn't have training 
and I found myself just fortunately around a lot of musicians, a lot of um, opportunities that were being granted to me. Um, and I think it was kind of like a, a, lo a lot of trial by fires on stage where it's like, Hannah, you need to figure this out right now. Um, so yeah, I think I've just opened myself up to a lot of different gigs. And for me, I've always just thought I play guitar. You know, if I play guitar, I have to be able to play everything that's on guitar. You know, that's still a work in progress, but that's my thinking as opposed to, you know, I listen to R&B, I'm gonna play R&B. Like, listen, you're gonna get the call for a country or a metal gig and you're gonna have some grinding to do. So I might as well do it now. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good way of thinking too, is just kind of like be open-minded with music. And I'm sure you, when you listen to this stuff or even have to learn it, you probably learn new techniques, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's the most fun part. Um, something, it's just so interesting to me, like when you learn a guitar player's solo or whatever it is, like note, like note for note, like really nitty gritty, like where, okay, this note, but where did they play the E? You know what I mean? And really hearing that quality um, and just feeling the pathways that they chose to feel and how, you know, that maybe their brain is routed to think about this music. And that just gives you so much. Um, also, I'll do a thing where I'll just play to different singers, not even the music, just what they are singing. And it's crazy how you can, um, how much you can pull out of your notes and chords when you're trying to sound like Stevie's vocal as opposed to I don't know maybe I'm just thinking in a solo but if I'm thinking as a vocal you know what I mean you're just able mm -hmm. to pull different things out yeah yeah that's a good way to look at it and uh and then like we're um going to your music too um I know you have a single out called oh, flowers yeah. in the window yeah yeah <laughs> I took a listen to that it's on Spotify we'll make sure we put that link on oh. our show notes but um but yeah again it's the styles of music do you sing as well i do sing it's extra but I sing. <laughs> you are multi-talented like because so you're singing on that record and you're rapping a little bit too right so actually that's a oh i wish i could rap um <laughs> that's actually um a rapper from uh pittsburgh uh -huh. yeah her name's uh r red and yeah i had gotten close to her when i was there so yeah she's on that single Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, I did sing. I am. I did produce it. I did write it. So, yeah. Did you record that um, also, like, mm -hmm. you know, by yourself? And Yep. Cool. <laughs> so how do you take your songwriting approach when you start? Because I know I see here that you collab with a lot of artists, too, like in songwriting and everything. Mm, how do I? I would say a lot of my songs come in pieces. Mm -hmm. instance, maybe I'll be sitting on something that I just noodle with every time I pick up the guitar. Um, and then just as I go along, I'll write something and, hey, does this work? You know, kind of, I think of my music really as small units that it's all mine. I can move it around as long as it um, delivers the intention of what I'm trying to say. Um, but sometimes it'll come as a full package. Sometimes you'll just sit down and it all comes out. Um, Flowers in the Window was one of those where uh, I was overseas and um, yeah, somebody had did something really nice for me and they had bought me flowers and I don't know, it just spawned this whole thing of somebody caring and beauty and da da da, so yeah. Mm. 
that's nice that's nice definitely um in the um in the music when you um when you write your music do you have certain like guitar tones that you want to use why you know a certain guitar that you want to use for like stuff so i'm actually really minimal i only have uh two guitars and the one is just for midi stuff um and as far as tone I will, I just experiment a lot. I, I don't go in with any sort of like, I, I wanna go after this. I, a lot of times, as far as going back to songwriting, I'll just shuffle through tones, just mm, mm, dun, 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 dun. ah, here's something cool, let's build. Um, so yeah, that's usually how I pick my tones, just <laughs> go with my heart. <laughs> oh, that's so cool, I love that. <laughs> um, let's talk about your gear. Um, sure. I saw that you had a PRS. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you play as well, TRS? Is that true? Yes, I do. I yeah, I have I have a telly behind me, but yeah, I have um yeah, I have a couple PRSs. So I noticed that. And hmm. yay. I was like yeah. yeah, that's my main one. I've never uh thought before that um I could be able to really just like keeps a guitar forever. But I truly do love this guitar. I don't know. Do you have do you have it there? Yeah. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> so this Ooh. is my and it's all beat up, so how could I give it away? Uh, that, that's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Yeah, thank you. That's my main one. Um, yeah, I, I love everything about it. Like I said, once you put so much energy into even just an object, you know, it's hard to... Because when you get a new guitar, I mean, not to mention, like, actual the um, specs of, like, the frets are different or the length is different. Like you just become, you just know a thing so well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, and as far as amps and pedals, I I read that you're not really, you don't really have, you know, or really depend on those. Not really that. That's not really the right way, right word. To use. Yeah, yeah. For me, I um, I'm kind of the same way with the gear. Like I'm just so used to just having to play what's at a place that for me, I don't. It's not like Keanu's tone this sounds like I'm gonna make do with what I got <laughs> what do you got mm-hmm. um, but what I found most useful right now are things that make me um, self-sufficient and things that are portable um, I think that's one thing that myself and just musicians don't think about when they're acquiring a bunch of gear when you get the call to travel to the fly and you can only bring <laughs> so much and um, so for me, I have the Roland GR55 for the MIDI on my uh, one guitar. So I can do like my synth sounds, my piano sounds, horn lines, um, like the stuff and flowers in the window, that. Um, and then I just have a Line 6 pod. You know, and you mentioned the MIDI too, which you don't really hear many, I guess, guitarists kind of use that. Um, did, your PRS does the MIDI tracking? Or... So actually, the Fender here, let me grab that. So I have this, um, the pickup on it, you can see it here. Oh yeah. Oh, sweet. Yep, and that's for, that's for the rolling. It's, is it hooked up to a rack or does it have the built-in sounds in it? Um, so it's just a wire to the just pedal down here. Oh, shoot. Yep. That is awesome. <laughs> So you can record as audio or MIDI, I should say. But you, yeah. Do you use that on stage a lot too? Like I haven't actually got to use it on stage. It has so many capabilities. Like you can route your guitar 
out through your amp and you can have the synth sounds going through speakers to the house. I haven't got to do it yet, but I um, can't wait. <laughs> Just surprise yeah. everybody. <laughs> I know, right. And then the keyboard players would be like, what? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could play like... The- you could play like the seconds, you know, for like the, the keyboard player and stuff. Yeah, right. That, that's, you know, that's actually good to have, I guess, to get hired, you know, like a, sec- a second kind of thing to make you more, you know, like hireable or whatever, whatever the word yeah. is. Yeah. It's funny because I haven't even thought about that. For me, it was just about recording. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, I'm, I welcome the time that I get to bring this out and I get to add something beyond guitar you know Mm -hmm. when when you do perform or when you you know before the pandemic and stuff um did you um perform any of you like your own music or was it mainly behind artists and in bands and yeah so it's kind of been when i very first started it was just me and my own band my own songs like a like a rock band we put out a little project and after that broke up I started just singing on my own for a while and that's when I just started getting to the sideman stuff which kind of took over for quite a number of years and then more recently um I got back into making singles for myself Mm. so um with the new music now I haven't actually got I don't think I've actually got that's a a lie I'm lying I'm lying at everybody sorry (laughs) I got to perform a couple uh at like open mic nights like as I was just still working on them when they were super raw but now a lot of them i have recorded it's just finishing and putting out oh awesome so we'll get to hear some new music coming out soon right heck yeah yay you know also i saw video um it had to been a couple years ago on your page um of you playing behind like a prince tribute band oh yeah yeah were you wendy you know, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like a, a Wendy Prince hybrid, um, and that was yeah, a gig down in Nashville. That was my first gig that ever took me to Nashville, and um, that was that's one that was one of my favorite gigs. I love Prince, mm-hmm. and for anybody, I mean, we all we all listen, but once you really start digging in, there's so many layers. It's crazy, and it's nothing like super difficult, but there's just so many well put together fitting layers in his songs. And all this stuff is so fun to play. And people love it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Um, for um, for your new music, will you have any collabs in there? Like, with any artists? And... Ooh. You know what? I actually, um, I have a collab that I'm working on with an artist, KLA. Mm. Um, she's a rapper. Uh, I actually haven't got to meet her, um, but I've known her through social media all these years when we've talked and stuff and i've played guitar on her tracks so uh soon i'll be putting out a song with her um and then i have another that's just just me and my guitar it's like a slower one so yeah that's so awesome thanks <laughs> it'll this be on LimeWire. The- don't worry yeah LimeWire, right <laughs> All I can remember, every time you mention that, I always think of, like, the logo of that green. Oh, yeah, that little green thing. Yeah, gosh, I remember that so long ago. <laughs> I'm old. No. <laughs> um, so any, um, you know, the world's opening up and everything. So are you, are any, you know, gigs kind of, like, popping up? Are you getting vaccinated? No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. I, I hope so. 
Lord above. But um, as far as gigs, yeah. So um, supposed to be a tour that hopefully will come back around. And um, but right now I'm gonna be doing my first amusement park gig. So that's fun. Okay. Um, I have a, a number of friends who have done them and. Because before I did a residency gig overseas, and um, I don't know, I have to say it's one of those things as a musician, like you can sometimes have this um, glamorized, idealized thing of what you know, gig is, what you made it, you're doing it. Listen, sometimes music isn't glamorous, it's just not. <laughs> um, so I don't know, this is one of those gigs where it checks all the boxes and it's something new because I'm going to be singing. Um, like main singing, like um, just me and another dude doing a duo, and yeah, I think at this point, especially with going so long without having gigs, I don't know, it just really makes you grateful to mm-hmm. one, one have something like real talk, just have something, and two, um, I don't know, just kind of break you down and not in a bad way, but just in the way where you're just open to taking what. Um, things that you normally wouldn't have, you know? I think I think we all learned that through this time that we yeah. had to go through, you know, reflecting on stuff and being grateful with, hmm. you know, what you have and who you have it with. And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, this was so great. It was so great to get to know you. And we want our listeners to get to know you more. Um, can you let us know like where we can follow you and see your music and even like check out that gig? It's in Chicago, right? No, so this one's actually taking me to PA. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's closer to DC. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay, right on. All right, well, I'll see you there. <laughs> uh, but uh, everybody can uh, follow me, uh, pass her the guitar at, um, on Instagram. Um, and that's really it. You can you can check me out there. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely go to her Instagram, pass her pass her the guitar. Her, pass her the guitar. That's it. Like it's spelled, right? Yep. <laughs> All right. Yep, on Instagram. So again, thank you for taking the time to talk to us and um yeah, good luck good luck with school, right? Is it almost over? Um no, not for me. It is a <laughs> long battle. Well, I overtaken, but okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. So, all right. Well, great. Well, it was great to talk to you again. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs> Let's go.
If you want to learn more about this progression, then you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love.